Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the Easy Dizit Podcast, a podcast all about Disney travel planning and entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral science, and humor. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and if you do, please be so kind as to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That will help us get into more listeners' ears. Also, tell your mom. She's going to love this show. Today on the show, we will talk about what to bring into the parks in your park bag, and then we'll have a chat with my good buddy Sean to hear about why Disney isn't his thing. So when this interview was recorded, Sean hadn't been to Disneyland with me. We went about two, three weeks ago, and next week we'll have a recap of his day. So you can compare today's show, where he's going to trash talk Disney, to uh, next week's show, where hmm, we'll see if... uh, We'll see if uh, Easy Dizzit can't change a few minds. But first, we've got news and trivia with Autumn. Hey, Autumn. Hi, everybody. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We just got back from a lovely vacation in mm-hmm. New Hampshire, so um, I'm feeling good about that. And it's week two of um, a new job for me, so mm-hmm. the kids come back. I'm sure many of you listening with kids, kids are getting ready to go back to school. Yep. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so vacation last week did uh, it was a week long in New Hampshire. We did yeah. North Conway up in the White Mountains, mm-hmm. and we did a day in Hampton Beach as well. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. And it was um, our first like family, big family vacation, multi-family mm-hmm. vacation. Mm-hmm. How we want to. So Justin's um, brother, so my brother and sister-in-law, and um, my two nieces came. So it was really nice, it was and a we great all time. we rented a house together. And I actually got some good feedback on the podcast too. Yes. Um, so, number one, they want to hear more Autumn, less Justin. <laughs> number two, Justin needs to not have such a high-pitched, whiny voice. So, introducing the new Easy Dizit Baritone Edition. <laughs> That's a good baritone. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that is a good baritone. But I think most importantly, you all heard that there needs to be more of me. Yes. Um, <laughs> on this. And I think it was last week or the week before last, Justin handed the keys back over to me so I'm wondering if, if he should do that again well I went into your dresser drawer and I took the keys back and yeah it, it's, yeah, yeah I, I realized <laughs> so let's let's get started on the news and we do news a little differently here on the easy visit podcast we do highly suspect headlines where I read autumn some headlines and she has to tell me if it's legit or fake news autumn are you ready I'm ready all right first one Princess Tiana re-theme of Splash Mountain date released, June 2022. True. That is fake news. <gasps> yes. Oh, I see. I didn't read it. I was good. I've been see. I've seen a few headlines, and yes. I haven't read them for the purposes of this. Yes. And, oh. Yeah. But there has been Princess Tiana news. That's how I got you. Oh. Uh, because there has been news. So, okay. uh, what they did? They actually released a 30-minute video describing um, of the retheming process. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, can I see it? I, I can show you some now. stuff. Yeah. Okay. So Imagineers gave like a loose concept to a local New Orleans artist, Sharika Madi, and I have that image for you here if you want to take a look at it. Yeah. <gasps> So what this is... So, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt Justin. Yeah, go ahead. This is is beautiful, and I'm loving that they gave this to a local artist who I'm going to make an assumption is a person of color Mm -hmm. from New Orleans. Mm -hmm. 
that excites me. I'm very surprised and impressed. And this is why this is just beautiful, just like color in the design. It actually, so my dad's an artist. It reminds me a little bit of some of his yes. his style. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh my gosh! Do they think they're gonna go with this? So what this is is they is they commissioned a local artist to paint some pictures for them that they would then draw inspiration from for their ride in the planning process. Yeah. So this image that we're looking at here, uh, they drew inspiration for the the final celebration scene, right, where everything ends up okay. Yes. This this is like I want this print. This is it's, beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. It's good, vibrant colors, um, oh, like a stylized. There's animals on the right, and Tiana's on the left with uh, Naveen behind her. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Very colorful. It's beautiful. Oh, I hope they commission some of those artists to just like work with the team. Yeah, too. yeah, that would be cool to actually do the actual art on the ride. Yeah, because there's going to be, I imagine, with art, just elements that if you're from an area are going to be natural to your work. Mm-hmm. Not that you can't do it if it's not, but it's it's not going to be. It's not going to come as without thought, I guess. So yeah. I think that would be cool. That would be cool. So some of the details they talked about, well, they, it was a panel of four people, an Imagineer, and um, some other people involved in the process, as well as some uh, New Orleans natives. Uh, it was four people of color, actually, in the panel on the video, all talking about the retheming of this ride. Yeah. And I learned some things new. Like, I didn't know that uh, Princess Tiana's character was based on Leah Chase uh, of the Dookie Chase restaurant uh, in New Orleans. So it's actually it's oh. based on a real person from New Orleans that I'm going to have to learn more about for sure. Well, I, I'm so excited. I can't cool? wait to watch this video. But really, I want this print. So I think I'm going to hang it in my office. <laughs> they had the daughter, on, okay. and she was there too, talking about just the <sighs> impact um, that the, the Princess Tiana character has had, you know, on, you know, people in New Orleans and kids mm-hmm. specifically, you know, and the people that visit her restaurant. And, and, I had no idea she was based on a real person. Isn't that cool? We'll have to, we should do a oh, thing on that. Oh, we should, because yeah. this is, as they're working on, but there's no idea of a release date, but we know that this is happening. Yeah, no idea on the release date, yeah. And actually oh, a few I weeks think... ago, uh, oh, there was some rumbling like someone said some things and it's going to be uh later rather than sooner it's going to be a while okay um but they are working behind the scenes right now and getting this they're like building the concept and maybe building some stuff out some actual physical stuff out but it's all behind the scenes stuff so i'm so excited so you guys i have um what would you call it i'm a i have a sensitive stomach i can't really do big roller coasters or drops i'll give you an example Mm. Um, i went both on the frozen Mm -hmm. and the pirates of the caribbean ride and I like had to grab on to Justin. But mm-hmm. They were very little jobs, and and I was very uh, so consciously eight, eight to ten aware of that. And yeah. I made myself go on pirates again. Still, she did, and I still had the same reaction <laughs> multiple times. But so Splash Mountain, needless to say, is is not generally a ride that I I mm-hmm. would say that I'm going to do. But this is making it really hard. This just this is going to be tough. Like I'm sad. I'm excited, but I'm sad, and I'm like, oh, you're going to make yourself go on it. But it is a very large drop. You're going to allow. I'm going to feel awful. You're going to allow yourself to experience it. Mm. You're not going to make yourself go on it. You're going to allow yourself to experience something sure. that you will enjoy and love. I will enjoy. About. I'm not going to enjoy the drop, and that's. I have to understand that like maybe the rest of the ride will be worth it. I know that like physically, like my body just does not mm-hmm. on planes even. Well, here's what we'll do. Yeah. You ride the not... ride, and then right before it drops, just hop off. It's no problem. <laughs> just, just hop off and, and pick a cucumber? <laughs> uh, easy dizzit disclaimer. Do not hop off the ride. Yeah. Stay on the ride with your arms and legs in the vehicle at all times. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Uh, are you ready for the next um, I am. news item? That was right. exciting. We've got more uh, Skajo news. Skojo. Scar- Skajo. Scarlett Johansson news. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Despite lawsuits, Disney moves forward with Tower of Terror remake with Scarlett Johansson's production company. I'm going to say that's true. Sorry, that's fake news again. Oh! Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Uh, entertainment oh, website. I, you know what? I got her confused with Emma Stone. Emma Stone yeah. is moving forward with the movie. Yeah, that's we do a lot of that on this website. We're confusing all of these um, actors that are suing or not suing yeah. Disney. Uh, so, entertainment website, Giant Freaking Robot, which seems reputable to me, mm. just by the name. That sounds legit, right? Yeah. Giant freaking robot. Hmm. They gotta be, gotta be good. They reported um, a couple weeks back that Disney has cut ties with Scarlett Johansson and her production company for the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror remake and any other projects that may have been going on behind the scenes. Oh, so she's not gonna be in anything they do. The Dunzo is what this. Uh, Even like the Avengers stuff. That's or what they're that's saying. That's not her company then. Yeah, no, including the Avengers stuff. That's anything what that saying. she's in. Yeah, they're saying they're done. Wow, That's what this person, wonder, you know, so I need to, unnamed source. So I, I just feel like this is a very strong thing, and I feel like I need to read about both sides. Like, I feel like I need more information. That's a big thing for Disney to do, and at the same time, I mean, it's not like I know Scarlett Johansson personally, but right. I feel like, I don't know, she's probably an okay person, and there's a part of me that thinks maybe Disney yeah. messed up. I don't know. When it, when it comes to a dispute between a corporation and a human being, I, I have a hard time siding with the corporation. Yes, yeah. Especially just the way they handled it. Like trashing her the way they did. Yeah, it was they really did. Oh, I didn't unprofessional. Okay. We talked about it, how they said that they basically outed her for getting paid tons of money and then said oh, yeah. that she was callous in her disregard for the pandemic. Oh yeah. yeah. By asking for what her contract what? was promised. You know? That was her contract. Yeah. Oh, so sad. So yeah, no Tower Terror, no news. I couldn't find any news on Steve Gutenberg's reaction. Still waiting on that. Okay. If anyone out there has the inside scoop on what Steve Gutenberg is saying about all of this, I'd love to hear it. Podcast at gmail.com. Fill me in. All right, last news item. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Disney Cruise Lines to require vaccinations for Bahamas Cruises. Wait, for who? All guests on the cruise ship. I'm going to say yes. That is true. That is true. Yeah. That is legit. So I don't hey. know. Yeah, nice job. A few months back, uh, Governor um, DeSantis made it illegal for any company to require vaccinations for any guests. Hmm. Um, but what happened here is the government of the Bahamas made it a requirement that any cruise ship docking in the Bahamas, all guests need to, above the age of 12 need to prove vaccination. So it's actually the government wow. of Bahamas that really made Said. this decision. Good. Good. A few weeks ago, they were talking about even to get on if you're not vaccinated. Like, they had so many measures in place mm-hmm. that it made it, it really would be easier for you to just go and get vaccinated. And yeah. I thought that was great. So this makes sense. Yeah. I mean, this uh, makes sense. if you're going to climb aboard a giant Petri dish and come into our country, <laughs> you should be vaccinated. I think that's what the Bahamians are saying. Yeah. Which is reasonable. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know what the vaccination rate is in the Bahamas. I don't know what their access to vac- vaccines right. are, but they need to protect their people as well. Absolutely. All right. And that's all I've got for Disney News. All right. So now it's time for A Stumps J. A Stumps J, you um, say? There's extra. There's five. So I normally give three, sometimes four, but there's Whoa. five. Well, I don't know if we'll have time for five this today. This week. We're going to go quick. Okay. All right. We're going to go quick. All Buzz right. Lightyear. So 
No. Okay. So the first one, um, this involves Disneyland, okay? Mm-hmm. What is magical or special about the Snow White Wishing Well in Disneyland? Wow, I have no clue. I have no clue. Other than, uh, well, I'll make something up. Okay. Uh, it was designed by mountain dwarves. No, that would be so cool. All right, so you can toss a coin into a wishing well like you do many wells. Um, but you're not just like doing it as an action for a wish. All of the money in there actually goes to um, charity. All of that is 100% charity. Oh. Given. Is it and just... there's a sign that says uh, your wishes will help children everywhere. So that's all charity money, that's any money great. you put in there. That's great. I wonder if that's for all the rides. Because when I was on uh, Small World out yeah. there in Disneyland, yeah. we noticed quite a few coins in the water. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Who might you see at a popcorn stand in Disneyland? This one's easy. Uh, you'll see someone selling popcorn. No, no, no. In addition to the person selling popcorn, what else is a, a special feature? Oh, I got this. Of... So often next to the person selling popcorn, there'll be someone that gets the popcorn and hands it to the person <laughs> selling the popcorn. No! All right, you get one more chance. I've been accurate both times. <laughs> All right, that's special your Special feature. Chance. Every popcorn cart in okay. Disneyland has okay. its own mascot. So there's a little creature that's shown that looks what? like they're doing the popcorn. So oh. like a Yeti, a David Crockett, but there's like a little stuffed cre- creature that's wow. like hanging on to the thing. So it looks like they're giving you I can kind of see that in my head It's now. probably in that your peripheral. Cool. Your okay, and yeah. every cart has a different character cranking the, the popcorn. Yes. Cool. Yes. Awesome. All right, number three. In 1968, Disney produced a public service announcement about what? <laughs> how How do you expect me to know this? <laughs> These are the challenging questions. Okay. These are the challenging questions. 1963. In this, so I have to actually, wait, wait, I haven't seen this myself. 1968. 1968. Let me yeah. just try and figure this out in my head. 1968. A PSA? Yes. All right, it had to be. All right, so this is at the height of Height Ashbury in San Francisco. This was an anti drug uh, public service announcement. No, that's very good. What else were concerns around that time? What, uh, what were like. Commies. Was it a. No. No. No, no, no. So the last one, we talked about how they, they produced this. This wasn't a public service announcement. This was a video for health class based on yeah. periods and menstruation. Mm-hmm. So this is along this, this is along the same lines. Mm-hmm. What was this PSA about? STDs. Nope. But you're close. Still getting, you're still very close. You're warm. See, I'm, I'm worried. Like, I can, how close and how warm should I get and still keep it family? Uh, this is... It has family in it. Okay. Uh, oh, family planning? Yes. Oh, a wow. family planning video. And it's Donald Duck is featured in it. And uh, it's very racist, apparently. Okay. <laughs> so that's good to know. But it happened 1968. in 1968. All right. Sounds about right. We'll have to check that out. We'll do a review on right. the family planning video of 1968 <laughs> featuring Donald Duck. Okay. Next one. Number four. So Mickey Mouse. There was uh, Mickey Mouse cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. There, one... Yes. Mickey Mouse. Yes. He's... That was that the question? Who stars in Mickey Mouse no. cartoons? <laughs> no. Oh, I thought I was gonna get one. No, that would be too easy. Okay. Mickey Mouse once starred in a comic where he sold what? Is this related to any of the other questions you asked me? You gave a response to the last question that fits this. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um. No, hmm. think about the last question I asked you in some of the 
wrong answers, but you were warm. Okay, he sold uh, war bonds. No. Okay. That would have been a good, yeah, I like that. Wait, did, did you give me a year for this? No. Okay, just Mickey. Okay. But I'm going to say about the same timeline based on what I'm looking at. Popcorn. Incorrect. All right. Go ahead. Speed. Speed. <laughs> was a drug and then... Amphetamines? Yes. Mickey selling amphetamines in yes. a cartoon. Yes, Mickey and Goofy. All right, we got to fact check that. That sounds outrageous. <laughs> this is... So they don't call it speed, but okay. in, the, in like, they take a pill. It has all this... One more, two more. Sorry, two more. Two more? So yes. I'm four for four. We're doing six. No, you don't have four cracks. Slow down. <laughs> oh, did I do that wrong? Yeah, we're, let's do it. We're doing six. I thought it was five. All right, let's go. All right, two more. Ready? The fans want more autumn, so... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Disney once sold Old Yeller dog food. Why was it recalled? Ooh, because it caused rabies. No. No. Um, hmm. They stopped because of, there was non-animal byproducts. Oh, that's good. No, because a family alleged that their dog died after eating it. And if you're familiar with the movie, yeah. um, a kid shoots the dog. Yeah, because he, so, he had rabies. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, yep, that was yep, my yep. joke. Oh, I get you. Yeah, it was hilarious. No, but it is messed up. So you in the first place, I was like, oh, really? Yeah. All right. I mean, eventually a dog eating your dog food is going to die. Sure. You know, that just happens. It was like, apparently this seemed sudden after they purchased Mm. this old yellow dog. Mm. Okay, last one. Justin should, I think, maybe know this. Okay. (laughs) The Haunted Mansion. Okay, I know this. Ghosts, the hitchhiking ghosts in the Haunted Mansion. Okay. You know about them? Yes. What are their names? They have names. Oh, jeez. I feel like I should know this. Yeah, I I thought I thought pretty strong. I'm going to go ahead and give it a guess, though. It's Gus? Yes. Really? Okay, Gus. Did you see that? I did not see that. I just, it's a very ghost-like name, and I might have known them at some point in the the past. Yeah, I think you did. Okay, two more. I feel like this is one you shouldn't think too hard about. Martin? Nope. Gus, Hubert, and Don. No, Gus, Mm -hmm. Phineas, and Ezra. Gus, Phineas, and Ezra. Well, I got one out of three, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one out, of th- one out of six. One out of three out of six. Oh, sure. <laughs> Justin's math, guys. Bear, <laughs> bear with him. Bear with him. So there was a lot. We had lot. I stumped you pretty good. You mm-hmm. stumped me, even though, with the news. Mm-hmm. I am super excited about... Really, if you're listening, please just type in. What should they type in? Retheme of Tiana. It's. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. I almost think you should link it somewhere. I'll link it in the show notes. You should link it in the I'll show notes. I'll link the video in the show notes. Yes. Yeah. Because that would just it would be easy for all of you listening to just go to it. But it's beautiful, and I'm excited tonight. Um, I'm a little sleepy, but I think I'm gonna have to watch this yeah, <laughs> before it's I good. go to bed. It's pretty good. Um. So that's it for our news segment. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Stay tuned for packing your park bag and a friendly discussion with someone who doesn't really like Disney, my good buddy, Sean. In this travel planning segment, we're going to talk about a hot topic in the travel planning community, and that is the park bag. Some people do not bring bags. They just got their cell phone and their their magic band, and that's all they need. Carefree and ready to go. And some people pack everything they own into a series of bags and strap them on themselves like a pack mule. 
Personally, I tend towards the lighter side, but everyone's different. And today I'm just going to talk to you about, you know, uh, some of the reasoning and some of the things that I put in my bag. And um, yeah, and here we go. Why bring a bag in the first place? Why would you bring a bag to Disney? Well, if you listen to the saving money episode, you would know that there are a lot of things that you might need inside a Disney park, which you can purchase inside a Disney park for mm, about a half a million dollars. So if you want to save some money, uh, you bring in some of those things, right? Another cool thing about a bag is it actually allows you a way to carry out things that you buy. Yeah, so park bags can be great, especially if you're not staying on site and you can't just get the items shipped to your hotel room, which is a perk for on-site guests. Throw it in the bag and you don't have to walk around the rest of the park with that Minnie Mouse teapot. All right, so let's talk about the bag itself first. First thing I'm gonna say is you gotta, you gotta look for the right size. So I personally like a smaller bag because it limits how much I can bring into the park. Uh, you, I'm sure you know, as, or you can imagine that um, uh, being a planner, I might plan to too much and bring too many things in. So if I've got a small bag, well, there's only so much I can put in it. So for two people, um, when I went with my wife last time, we, we used a 25 liter bag and that fit everything we need easily. Now, if you've got kids, that 25 liter bag might not cut it, but again, it depends on how much you put in it. Also, looking for the bag, you want a lightweight reflective material. So lightweight because, and breathable, lightweight and breathable, because the less weight, the better, right? Uh, breathable because you're gonna sweat, <laughs> and reflective because it's hot, and if we're reflecting the sun rays, well, that's better than absorbing them, right? So I'm not going to carry around a black park bag. Uh, you, you know, I want a, a lighter color, a reflective color. Um, also, I'll look for water resistance because, breaking news, it rains in Florida uh, in the summer almost every day. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, yeah, if you might have a poncho, you might not. If you just have an umbrella, your umbrella is probably not going to keep your bag dry. So, you know, I'd like to look in the reviews for water resistance because if you're like on Amazon, say, for example, and you're looking for, you know, small park bags uh, they're all gonna say water resistant you know but I like to look into the reviews and in the questions and, and see what people are saying about the particular level of water resistance uh, most of them won't be waterproof right because the stitching um, uh, you, you probably could find a waterproof one but th that's probably gonna run you a little bit more money which brings me to my next point if you're only gonna use this bag for like the parks or for day trips you know this is a bag you're not gonna bring to work don't spend that much money on it You'll be happier if you don't. If you're just gonna use it a few times, you'll probably be happier if you don't. But if you plan to go, you know, a couple times a year and you wanna have this same bag, uh, you know, maybe you do get something a little bit nicer, something like an LL Bean, um, that will, you know, maybe you have it 10 years from now. All right, so let's talk about some of the items to pack in the bag. Hey, we were just talking about that uh, sometimes, occasionally, very rarely, it rains in Florida. Uh, it rains in Central Florida. Uh, you should probably bring some rain gear, right? And this is another thing that's expensive inside the park and relatively cheap outside the park. So your ponchos, some people are disposable poncho people uh, because you can get them for a buck each, and I get it. You could buy a poncho for every day of your trip for probably about the same price or cheaper than an, a decent or reusable poncho. I just, I have a hard time throwing away that much plastic. I'm not like a super environmental person, but if you've ever seen six ponchos <laughs> wrinkled up 
and like in a trash can. You're like, oh, that's a lot of plastic. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so I do, we use reusable ponchos. I like frog togs because they're, they're pretty breathable. And you know, people say like, well, they get funky, but you shake them out and then throw them back in the bag and they come with, the frog togs come with, you know, a bag, you can stuff them inside. And then when you get to the hotel room, you just, you hang them up in the shower and let them dry overnight. Definitely don't, on the, your last day of the trip, when you get home, you want to make sure that you take those out and let them air dry because they will get funky and moldy. Yeah. But you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge you if you use disposable ponchos. I'm not. I do look at the trash can filled with plastic and I do, I judge everyone collectively, but you as an individual, <laughs> I will not judge. <laughs> but humanity, yes, I judge humanity and I find it lacking. <laughs> Um, umbrella. Throw an umbrella in that bag if you're not going to bring a poncho, or I like to bring both, you know. One umbrella, just sometimes you don't need a poncho. You feel silly putting on a poncho for drizzle, but if your hair is just right, <laughs> I'm a bald man, by the way, but if my scalp is just right <laughs> and I want to keep it dry, then, um, then an umbrella will do the trick. Uh, going off the, you know, rain, if you're the kind of person that can't stand wet socks or can't stand a wet shirt, you could throw some extra dry clothes in there, you know, as some socks or a t-shirt. Some people don't want to be walking around with um, pit stains. I don't mind. I'm a Disney, you know. <laughs> and I wear, um, I don't wear a lot of cotton. I, everything I wear down there is going to be uh, synthetic wicking, so I'm, I'm not really going to have too much of a pit stain for too long. Um, other items that go in the bag. Ooh, snacks. Big surprise. We're talking about snacks again. Uh, you bring it like you've listened to some other episodes, maybe. You know, I always talk about bringing in your favorite snacks, your sweet snacks, and your savory snacks uh, to save some money on uh, and maybe prevent you from buying one too many uh, Disney priced snacks. Um, I like to portion my snacks out in little Ziploc bags. And I was just talking about not wanting to throw, fill the landfill with plastic, and here I am portioning out my snacks in Ziploc bags. So now you're judging me. <laughs> but I like the Ziploc bags uh, because, well, a couple things. You can portion everything out, you know, ahead of time, either before you go to the trip. Um, I like to scale my snacks out uh, really precisely. <laughs> Uh, and then I've just got, you know, a box of bags of snacks and when I'm park packing the park bag um, For the next day in the evening or in the morning um, when I wake up just grab some bags uh, Some little Ziploc bags and throw them in the park bag uh, Another cool thing about the Ziploc bags. They're gonna keep your crunchies crunchy in that Florida humidity So that's nice. I will say as far as snacks go that you bring into the park avoid your melty things like chocolate and caramel um you can bring in an ice pack you can't bring in ice they don't want water ice but ice packs cool packs are okay so if you're bringing in something more substantial and you want to keep your sandwich cold or your, your salad cold or your chocolate cold if you really need that chocolate you can bring in a cool pack to keep it from melting next thing i'm putting in my park bag is a cooling towel um, my wife really utilized this last time. She was second trimester um, and, you know, the blood volume increases during pregnancy. Oh, we have a travel planning for pregnancy episode. Check it out if you haven't already. She'll tell you all about it. But uh, she really, the, the cooling towel really helped her. It was like 95 degrees and humid when we were there in June every day, which is fine. You know, we're in Disney World. Um, and it was just as hot, actually, uh, back here in Connecticut that week. So, uh, 
but rather be hot in Disney World than hot in Connecticut. And like the cooling towel, you know, a personal fan, that goes in the bag too. Uh, this is another thing, it's gonna cost you an arm and a leg in the park. It'll be cool themed. You can get like a cool Stormtrooper fan in the park, or you know, you can bring like a $4 Amazon fan. Uh, I personally, these aren't as effective for me as a cooling towel, but they can also be used in conjunction with each other. You know, a cooling towel and a personal fan is a pretty good combo. The, the cooling towel works by uh, well, absorbing water and then evaporating water quickly. And when the water evaporates, the water that's in contact with your skin evaporates, it draws the heat from the body, producing like a cooling effect. And uh, that personal fan can kind of, can hasten that cooling effect a little bit. So we're talking about the heat, we, we probably also have to consider dehydration. Uh, so I like to bring in a water bottle, like I have a you know, a steel tea fowl water bottle. You, I think, uh, what's the big one now? Corksicle, which is just a super name. They're sponsoring food and wine, I think. They're sponsoring something um, it, with, with Disney. Uh, Corksicle, that's fun to say. But I have, the, you know, like a Walmart tea fowl thing, uh, 32 ounce bottle. We brought that in, you know, two of us, that was good enough uh, to share. Uh, no backwashing, please. But uh, with we, uh, you can fill it up you know, with, you're not supposed to, but we grab like four cups of ice water and, and fill it up. But along with that, we brought Pedialyte and a lot of people do this. And this is going to help not just replenish your electrolytes, but if you've got a little kid, it's going to encourage them to keep drinking the water, right? Because it's, Pedialyte's actually pretty good, you know? Uh, strawberry Pedialyte, some people don't like, like, it has a salty aftertaste, but most kids like it. I like it, especially if you mix it at like half strength. I think the taste is better. Though I will say on that, that um, my pediatrician did recommend full strength for a sick kid, not to worry so much about the sugar because it has less sugar than milk, right? It has less sugar than milk and uh, it's balanced with uh, the electrolytes to be mixed at box strength. So that's what my pediatrician said. Talk to your pediatrician. Don't. Don't listen to a secondhand account of some guy on a podcast pediatrician. But she is a good pediatrician. Thank you, Namita, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, Pedialyte's cheaper than bottles of Powerade. And yeah, even if you're not filling up a bottle, maybe you, this could save you a little bit of space in your bag. You're just going to those quick service locations and you're just grabbing those cups of water, but you're mixing a little bit of Pedialyte in each one. Okay, another thing that can go in that bag for you sneaky money-saving squirrel parents who maybe purchase souvenirs ahead of time or on iDrive at all gifts $1.99 or less. <laughs> all those souvenirs that you want to bring into the park and uh, present to your adoring children, um, you're going to need a bag to get them in discreetly. You know what I mean? You could walk in with uh, Drangle Duck or, or whatever you picked up at $1.99 or less on your shoulders, but the bag is also an effective way to get it in, especially if you want to surprise your kids. If you got an autograph book or something like that, that's a great thing to keep in the bag. All right. Rounding out my personal list is going to be your cell phone or my cell phone. I wouldn't take your cell phone. Is my cell phone and a, an additional battery. So, you know, I use the Anchor, uh, one of the smaller models. The smaller models are good enough for like two or three cell phone charges. Uh, you know, they're like $18. Uh, I just, I think a really good value, especially compared to what you'd have to pay at Disney as far as $30. Um, and you're gonna need your phone at Disney World, you know? Um, it's funny though, I expected to kill my battery at Disney World, but because I was, experiencing so many things 
and just looking all over the place, my battery lasted longer at Disney World than it does in a typical workday, which made me realize maybe I'm not as productive at work as I should be, and <laughs> also, wow, Disney's a really immersive place. But I still bring a battery, because my Disney experience is, is pretty integral to what you're doing at Disney World. When there was Fast Pass Plus, you needed that. When you want to, um, if you don't have dining um, and you want to book dining, now it's really important because of mobile ordering. A lot of restaurants require or strongly recommend mobile order. If you're trying to get a boarding group, you know, uh, at 1 p.m. when the second boarding group for Rise of the Resistance opens up, you're going to want a full battery, right? Or you're, you're going to want at least 50%. You don't want a 1 o'clock to be coming around and you're at 12% and someone calls you or you need to take a couple of really great pictures. You don't want to be there. You want to have that battery. And uh, so, yeah, if I mean, if you've got a brand new iPhone and the battery doesn't die, great. You don't need it. If you have a three-year-old Android like me, then maybe you do, maybe you do. So that rounds out my list and kind of like springboarding off that, like maybe you need it, maybe you don't. Like that's just my personal list of things I put in my bag, right? You're a different person than me. Very likely you're a different person than me. Though at this point, I may be a significant portion of my own audience. There's still a chance that you're not me. And if you're not me, you're gonna have different requirements for your park day you're gonna have different wants and your your park bag is gonna look a little bit different so but let me give you my my rule of thumb I call it the 25% rule trademark easy it trademark uh, if I estimate uh, like a 25% or less probability that I'll need it then I leave it out uh, so if it's less than one in four I'm leaving it out an example here for me is like moleskin a lot of people like bringing moleskin and band-aids I probably won't get a blister. I I, uh, I I wear comfortable running shoes. Probably not going to get a blister. I might. I have gotten blisters. I have gotten blisters, but I'm probably not going to get a blister. So I'm not going to pack it. Will my shirt get so completely soaked that I'm uncomfortable? Probably not for me. You know, I might hit Kali River, but I'm also have a really high tolerance for for. For that and like i said i wear a lot of quick dry clothing so there's much less than a 25 percent chance i'm going to need a t-shirt so i'm not going to pack a t-shirt i don't care if my feet are wet um, or the circumstances in which i would care that my feet are wet um, like it's rained and i'm cold and i've been walking for too long i feel like it's less than 25 percent uh, so, you know, I won't bring uh, socks, but you know, maybe I only have to walk around in really wet socks in the cold for a couple times before I start packing socks. But yeah, that's my rule of thumb that maybe you can apply to pack your own bag. But yeah, I would start with probably the bag size first. How much do you comfortably want to lug around all day? right? And then build backwards from that. It's like, this is how much I can bring. Now, what am I going to prioritize? What am I going to put in my bag? Alright, so those are my suggestions. That's my bag. I'd love to hear what you put in your bag. So please shoot me an email, easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Um, or if you think I put something in my bag that was kind of dumb, <laughs> I'm always interested to hear that too. So please let me know. Let me know. And I hope your next vacation is well equipped and prepared. Alright, take care. Hi, and welcome to the segment, Not My Thing, where we talk to somebody where Disney, hmm, maybe not their thing. 
And today on Not My Thing, we have my good friend, Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Justin. It's a pleasure to be here for Not My Thing. (laughs) It's a pleasure to have you here for Not My Thing. So, yeah, like I said in that um, really concise intro, uh, it's uh, so Disney, it's, it's not so much your thing, right? Right. I mean... I didn't grow up going there, and I have a feeling that that's like, you know, part of it is that I just didn't have any real ties to it in the first place. So maybe generally that, just in general, how how much do you love Disney? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't have intense Disney love. I appreciate some classic Disney films. Okay, tell me about but, that. Um, Oh, I don't even know. It. I just, you know, I guess I have a fondness for, um, you know, some of the movies I saw. I I was born in the '80s, so a lot of the classics. I, I you might have to help me out with. Uh... Okay, Little Mermaid. Oh, classic! I love classic. It. That was the the beginning of the Disney Renaissance. They call it. Okay, so the little the Little Mermaid though is a good example because as a kid we didn't go to the movies a ton. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was kind of like a rare occasion. So seeing something like the Little Mermaid was like a, a moment where I was engaged in the Disney universe. Did you see it in the theater? I saw it in the theater. Yeah, as did everybody. So you know, I for one time knew what people were talking about when they were like talking about a movie all right so little mermaid was maybe one movie that you saw as a kid um any other disney media disney channel any of that um the disney channel would do like a little freebie every once in a while where Mm -hmm. it would be like oh you get disney channel for like a week or something Mm -hmm. and um yeah when it was around i would watch it because it just meant like more cartoons kind of okay did you ever go to uh the disney parks as a kid that is something that I never did even once. Wow. I, I've been to one Disney park, but I was like, um, ooh, I was probably like approaching my 30th year of life at that point. Okay. When you were a kid, and uh, so you didn't go to the parks when you were a kid, did kids around you go to the parks? Absolutely, yeah. It was very common um, for kids in like, you know, uh, to, to do a vacation uh, mostly to Florida because, you know, I grew up on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So they were going to, um, you know, to Orlando, I guess, uh, and having a great Disney experience. And that was, I remember that from the time I was like third grade on, I feel like yeah. kids were always going to Disney. So when they went to Disney and they'd come back and I imagine they had stories of the wonder that is Disney. Yeah, maybe. Um I don't know how tuned into it I was because it was just kind of like, it was something I saw on TV, you know, like mm-hmm. commercials for Disney World were just like, so it was like, okay, oh, I know where they went. They went to that place. And uh, having never been there, I don't know that I had a lot of questions, which I don't Got know. It. Yeah. Maybe. So you kind of, it kind of just rolled off you. It wasn't uh, something that you were curious about. Right. I wasn't like, I feel like, I feel like there was probably like a little bit of like, just because I was a kid and they were advertising on the television where I was probably like, oh, can we go to Disney World? You know, like there was probably a little bit of that. Just, um, you know, it's easy to manipulate a child with some advertising on the television. Was, well, and Disney puts a lot of money into it. And yeah, and they're they're probably some of the best in the game at that stuff. So they had me probably asking my parents who were probably like, yeah, I don't know. They, they it was it was usually like, um, we, we would do more affordable vacations than uh, that. Right. 
so do you think if like if eight-year-old um sean was offered a disney world vacation by like mickey mouse or whatever would, yeah. would he take it i i probably would have been pumped yeah i mean like because you're you, you see it on tv and but like it wasn't I, I do know that it wasn't like something that I was just like obsessed with. Like I wanted it, wanted it. Cause I feel <laughs> like the things that like I got fixated on, like I would remember that kind of, right. It would, it would last till today that I would have that. Right, right, right. This was, this was maybe like a passing, a passing thought. Hey, I mm -hmm. want to go to Disney world. Everyone's going to Disney world. Exactly. But not something you, you too much thought and effort into trying to convince your parents to do. Totally. Yep. You nailed it. Oh, all right. Okay. So it sounds like a healthy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I try to um, have healthy relationships and I'm glad to hear that this one is uh, in that in that world <laughs> it is it is um all right so but thinking about i mean and, and this is this is a stretch so was there anything in particular that you can remember being interested in about disney like when you saw the commercials was it the rides was it the characters was it the the food was it the cartoon stuff um so i'm gonna have to say the only thing that really like confused I, I i don't know what word to use other than confused me but like one of the things that really caught my young imagination and forgive me if this is not part of disney world because that's how much i don't know <laughs> but is is epcot center part of disney world or is that something else that is that is disney world okay epcot center is disney world but yes. there was like there was that big ball right that yes weird, exactly like, kind of golf ball looking thing Yes. And and is that Epcot Center? Is that like a specific structure? Exactly. You've okay. got it exactly. Okay. So I was always like, what the, what is that? Like, what's inside yes. there? Like, I was definitely like, yeah, very, you know, intrigued, I guess. It is an intriguing thing. I, I don't know if you remember the commercial where it's Mickey just standing on top of that giant ball waving his hands. Oh, yeah. That kind of brings me back a little bit. Yeah. 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 That was always, when I saw that, I'm like, I is going on there <laughs> yeah and it's such an iconic looking building that like if you ever see anything that remotely resembles it outside yes. of that context you're just like oh look it's epcot center yes absolutely yeah, yeah the geodesic sphere in um mm -hmm. so my hometown in in Walt, rhode island the um the highway department kept their tractors in salt underneath a geo uh, half a geodesic sphere <laughs> okay so, they so were, you it was like public works um, building yes storage for like cold weather um stuff exactly but it was it was uh so it was like a little disney world right there in warwick rhode island right next to the beautiful. airport beautiful you know you didn't even have to leave the state or the town <laughs> to to get the experience no, I bet you you could have rented a, uh, a Mickey costume, gotten on top of that thing, and waved, made a nice little uh, home movie. <laughs> Did you ever find out what was in the sphere? To this day, I have absolutely no idea. Like, it could be solid for all I know. I'd like for you to guess what's in the sphere. Oh, man. I'd have to ex expect that it would be a place for people to, like, spend money. <laughs> Like a shop or many shops or like a food court or both. Like, is it all of the above? Is it? And maybe some lodging, like some secret high, like special lodging just for like 
a couple who's getting married or something. Wow. No, that would, I mean, that's all possible for sure. I like that. <laughs> Those are things that would fit. Right. Um, or a ride. I'll tell you what's in it. Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> I had one more guess. I'm just going to say it. Uh, an IMAX theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, that's really good. They could put a projector in there. That would be great. So they're actually refurbishing the ride. I'm going to shoot them an email. I'm going to shoot Mickey Mouse an email. Be like, so we've got some ideas for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, so your relationship to Disney up to this point, or at least through your childhood has been like, you're aware of it. You're slightly, you know, interested in it, but you're not fascinated entirely. Um, was there anything about it maybe in your childhood or now you're getting a little bit older into your twenties? Was there anything about it that you dislike specifically? Well, I think there was like, there was probably an age where like, you know, when you get into middle school and you're too cool for anything. Oh yeah. I think it was like basically around the time where I was like, oh, I can't like anything in the world other than like, you know, a couple things. I kind of was like, well, time to leave Disney behind. And then you ju I just never really picked it back up. Mm. It was just never like, oh, now it's like cool again <laughs> to mm. me or something. Yeah, I would say actively disliked. Um, it was more like not on my mind. Got it. And then, you know, it got to a point where I feel like some actively Disney hating people would would kind of like emerge <laughs> in my life. And then it's like you're hearing like, oh, this Disney company, what it's a you know, big corporation and they do mm -hmm. all this, you know, stuff that's not great. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it was almost it was not on my mind. And then when people were talking about it in my life, it wasn't people being like, yo, Disney, I love this. It was like, <laughs> not, not positive. All right. So, all right. So now, uh, the, the Sean that you are today, right? Yes. Thinking about, uh, the company Disney is today, what you know of it, what you're aware of it, what mm -hmm. could Disney do better to like, if, if, if Mickey, really wanted to get Sean to come hang out at his house, what would Mickey have to do? You know, it's it's funny because, you know, like, I'm not the Disney haters. I don't have any, like, specific complaints or gripes okay. that I need resolved for me. It's more just like, um... Well, what would make it more interesting for you? It's an interesting question. Um, Thank you. What would they need to, to get me in there? So I did, as as I said, I have been there once mm -hmm. to Disneyland. You went to Disneyland? Yes, yes. How old Anaheim, were you? California. How far are that? This, uh... Say my late 20s, I feel like. Right around 30, we can say. And what was that missing where you didn't end up going back every year afterwards? Oh, well, you know, I don't love spending money mm. unless, mm. you know, there's certain areas that I'll, I'll you know, I like... Uh, I like buying music-related things. Okay. Gear for myself, stuff. But like, I'm not usually like, oh, you know what? I want to go drop a bunch of money going to, to Disneyland. It's so like, um, Disney would have to be significantly cheaper for you to. Uh, yeah, enjoy like it. I think I think that's a good way to put it because it's like I didn't have a bad time there. It was it was a it was fun, honestly. Like I had a good time going around the rides. Like. I think we've talked actually in the past about Disneyland, uh, about like 
one of the things that people complain about is because you're waiting a long time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that didn't even bother me that much because they do kind of find a good way to kind of keep you moving, keep yeah. it a little interesting. And yeah. like, um, you know, I had a fun time there. So I do feel like the price, that would be the one thing they could change to just like easily get me in the door. Cause like, you know, you could see just going there on a more of a whim as something more casual. Yes. And that's how it is to me. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that like, you know, there's there is no price. They just want to be there. Right. And and there's enough people that they don't have to care about people like you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. They Unfortunately. Don't and I think, well, it's to a lesser degree in Disneyland, but that's definitely a bigger thing in, in Disney World where they really can mm. charge the premium, premium prices. In Disneyland, it's a little bit more geared towards the locals. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I guess since like... There's just like a lot of towns around Anaheim exactly. that could bring people in, whereas like Orlando is just more of like a destination that people travel to. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Okay, see, I'm learning. I just got an email this morning. Uh, as you know, I'm a travel planner. I do, I do, and that, you know, <laughs> that excites me. Um, I got an email this morning. It's a Disneyland California resident ticket sale. Oh, intriguing. And, you know, I just got my very first um, official California driver's license uh, in the mail just recently. So I feel like I could qualify for this. I feel like you would. So you're probably going to purchase those tickets tonight. Well, tell me more. What's <laughs> How sweet is the deal? <laughs> it's not that sweet, honestly. I don't think it's, 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 a, it's a better deal than, you know, what I pay. But it's not like a Sean-level good deal. Right, right. You have to buy three days worth. Oh, yeah. Can they be non-consecutive? They actually can for you, which is which That's is pretty nice. cool. That's cool. They could be non-consecutive till the either the beginning or the end of September. Um, but yeah, it's two fifty for three days, where I just booked it and I paid three ten for three days. So it's a nice, a nice little chunk. Yeah, yeah. So two fifty, three ten. That's twenty bucks off each day. Yeah, okay. It's a good chunk. It is a good chunk. So, so Disney needs to be cheaper. What about? So you're a fan of music. Um, I am. Did you did you stop by uh, New Orleans Square and listen to some authentic jazz music while you were there? I don't remember if I did pass through that area. There were so many areas, and it's yes. like been been long enough. It's been about you know eight years, maybe longer. What about more musical experiences? Would that would would that uh, would that do it for you? If I'm being honest, I don't know if I. I one of the things that I like most about the park, mm. I think, was just like going through the different areas. So like now you're in this world, and then and and you really feel like you're in the zone the because they kind of set it up. Yeah, it's immersive, and uh, and then you go to some other area, and and it, everything is kind of like a new universe again. Mm. I think I think I'm not going for the music. I think I'm going for the like the vibes. That and, makes sense. Um, you know, and and then secondly, the rides, and then uh, thirdly, it would probably just be like because I was with people who wanted to be there. It's like like as a social event. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, I'm, I'm really into food. I like really good food. And people get really excited about Disney World and Disneyland for their food. And I'm a little excited about it. But it's not like, that's something like, I wouldn't say I'm, okay, maybe I'm passionate about food, right? Like, I like really good food. I like cooking food. I like making food. I like experiencing 
all sorts of different kinds of food. When I go to Disney, and may may I add that you're a great cook? Oh, thank you, thank yeah, you. I wasn't going to say it. To chime in there. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll make sure I turn up the audio when that gets said. <laughs> um, so yeah, when I go to Disney, I'm maybe not as excited as other people are about it because that's kind of like my thing. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I get that. I get that. So the vibes, the vibes. Okay. Yeah, I I don't even like remember the specific um, names of like oh you're in this land you're in that land but mm-hmm. like I just remembered that that was one of the things about it that I was like oh yeah I'm getting into that like that's cool like good it, it was well designed like you could you could appreciate the level of um, you know craft that went into the park experience sure yeah absolutely it's 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 an insane amount of craft. I would have to yeah, say. and that's cool, and that's like I don't know. That's one of the things that you can enjoy about like the movies too. It's just like uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into them. There really is. There's layers and layers. You know, you the, you, the more you you look into it, the more you see what the how much how much work was put into it. Yep, yep. And I will say, um, I overlooked an obvious uh, way that Pixar has been a little bit in my adult life. Is I've I, I mean Disney. I was gonna say Pixar. I've watched a lot of Pixar movies as an adult, and yes. uh, you know those are always good. So yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about maybe some of their acquisitions and your relationship with their acquisitions. So Pixar. Yeah, you, you might have to help me. I know ABC. <laughs> they own that. I know they own Pixar. They did buy ABC. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Right? Did they? Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, because ABC News always says like we're a Disney family company or That's something right. like that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they definitely bought them. But they they've had a relationship with ABC since the beginning of Disneyland, actually. And then there there was a falling out, and then a coming back. But wow, history, Long drama. History. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some of the bigger acquisitions, Pixar. So you like Pixar movies? I do. I like. I, I haven't seen every single one, but I've seen a good amount of them, and they're always, you know, much like a Disney product. Uh, they they have um, a lot of craft, a lot of skill that goes into them, but they also just tell a good story. And uh, um, what about Star Wars? Where would you put yourself in terms of Star mm, Wars fandom? I'm pretty low. I have seen the original three movies. Good. Um, but it wasn't like I grew up watching them. It was like I eventually saw them because it was like, you know, people get mad that you haven't seen them yes, and they, they show you them. Absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> and like I remember, you know, there was a former romantic partner of mine was fairly into Star Wars and mm-hmm. like was mad that they like edited out someone's face and like put in the new person's face. They and did some like, stuff that pissed some people off. They did off. some stuff, right. But, like, for me, I probably will, like, I wouldn't be shocked if I never seek to see a Star Wars movie again for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, and it's not like I didn't enjoy them. They just weren't, like, and, and I will say, like, someone else I knew was a big Star Trek fan. And I've watched some Star Trek, and I did kind of get into that a little bit. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, Picard, you're, you're pretty pretty cool guy picard you got Worf, you know yeah so so i feel like star wars missed me a little bit on um grabbing my my attention like i enjoyed them but they weren't like oh i gotta watch these again yeah. And again yeah i mean if you're more into 
storylines, plot, and characters. I mean, that's Star Trek. Mm, maybe that's it. Maybe that's what it is. You know, Star Wars is like big cinematic special effects and explosions and pew pew yeah. pew. You know, like I love, I love the Ewoks. I love the racing through the trees oh, yeah. and the pew pew. Like that's sick. But yeah. like. I just didn't, it didn't leave me like, oh, I got to watch that again. Right. It's just like, yeah, I saw it. It was cool. It was all right. Right. And what about um, the Marvel uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe or maybe comic books growing up? Were you into any of that? I was into comic books um, a little bit as a kid. Like, it didn't really, I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies. Um, <laughs> 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 that's hard that's not easy to do <laughs> i know like i said i i didn't grow up going to the movies a ton um <laughs> just little mermaid you know no it's more than that I, I you know i remember disney um the fantasia reboot was like oh, a yeah. thing when i was a kid fantasia 2000 I, saw that in the movie theater i guess like when it comes to going to the movies i'm less likely to see something like um like a marvel movie got it and more likely to see like some weird documentary or something got it got it so you won't see a marvel movie until someone gets mad at you for not seeing a marvel movie yeah it's um <laughs> it sort of falls into a category of me like um if i never saw this i wouldn't be missing out on anything probably like it's an action movie it's probably fun yeah. to see but like I don't think I'm missing anything, I guess, is a good way to put gotcha. it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, because um, the reason I bring it up is because uh, Disneyland uh, and Disney California Adventure, they, they've both recently added um, themed areas related to both, you know, Star Wars, they've got Galaxy's Edge, and then Marvel with uh, the Avengers Campus. Yeah, which would probably be something that I would actually enjoy a lot, like being there, because I did have some, like, childhood connection to those characters and stuff. Hmm. So probably like being there, even though I haven't seen the movies, it would probably still be cool to just like be in in that part of a park or something. All right. So Disney needs to be cheaper. They need to keep what they're doing with theming. Um, they don't necessarily need more jazz music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, but mostly they just need to be cheaper. That's how they're going to get Sean back through the doors. Yeah. And like like you said. They're, they're about as cheap as I can get out here in California, and uh, well, it's already it's already pushing the envelope for my budget. So, understood. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I would just like to tell them about their prices. Easy does it, you know. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank. Yes. Yes. They need to take it. E they need to diz it easy with the prices. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I'll pass that along. Thank you. <laughs> Sean, I think you might have just... You know what? I'm naming the podcast Easy Diz It. I've decided. <laughs> I've decided. All right, wow. Sean. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today about your... So let's... let's Actually, if I could just get a number here. Zero is Disney. You hate it. 100 is... And we're talking about the parks specifically. Uh, you hate it. You're never going to get me to go there. Ever, ever, ever. 100 yeah. is... I'm going there tomorrow, and I'm going to sell my car to buy an annual pass. Where, where are you? <laughs> um, I think I fall... Well, I know I'm more in the middle. Mm. You know, like, I know I'm... I would say I am a 45. Oh, okay. That's actually the threshold for this to be not your thing. If you said 46, <laughs> I would have had to delete the, pod, the segment, so... <laughs> Phew. 
Oh man, this is rough that you record and then ask at the very end if the person meets the threshold. You might have to change that. Yeah, I'm still working on my procedures. <laughs> All right, Sean, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today about something that isn't really your thing. It was a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. Please reach out to easydizitpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, complaints, or popcorn salt recipes. Follow Easy Dizit on Instagram for image-based Disney shenanigans. And if you're planning a Disney or Universal Studios trip anytime soon, I'd love the opportunity to get to know you and your family and offer highly customized travel planning services. So please get in touch. We'll chat. Alrighty, until next time, Easy Dizit. Thank you.